0: You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a fan panel that was recorded at San Diego Comic Con 2018.
1: Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the. Is this the only Game of Thrones thing that is at Comic Con this year? Yeah, we're it. Holy cow. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. There, no new book, there's no new season, and spin uh, spinoff isn't happening yet. Well, that's about it. Have a day, uh, no. <laughs> um, I guess we'll start off, uh, introduce ourselves, uh, and let you know uh, why we're even up there and doing this. This is our third year. Third year? Fourth. Fourth? Fourth, yeah. Fourth. Oh, I'm an old man yeah. now. It's um, <laughs> our fourth year doing this panel, and um, yeah, it's, it's nice to have... So we all love Game of Thrones, right? We all love Game of Thrones. We love A Song of Ice and Fire. And it's nice to have uh, a place to just get together and kind uh, of talk about it, talk about theories and, and things we love and things we hate, and kind of just <laughs> let it all hang out. Here. Like so that you just look thank me. you guys so much for joining <laughs> us. Um, let's let's start. Let's do
0: it Hi, uh, my name is Tara. Like Kyle said, we the two of us have been doing this for four years now um, here at Comic Con, anyway. And uh, I am a writer and. Uh, blogger, I guess, a little bit, and I run Ice and Fire Con, which was the first ever uh, Song of Ice and Fire Game of Thrones convention in the United States. can't talk today.
2: (laughs) Hi, I'm Chloe. Uh, I blog, and I also am on a podcast called Girls Gone Canon. We're a literary analysis podcast, and we're doing a Song of Ice and Fire point of view by point of view character right now, Uh, and I also run a podcast called Drunk, A Song of Ice and Fire History. Where we do drunk history <laughs> about Game of Thrones. So,
3: speaking of that, I need to figure out what I'm gonna do on that podcast.
1: I'm Wait, do you drink and podcast, or yes. do you talk about all the Robert yes. drunken stories? Yes. Okay. <laughs> to all yes. of it.
3: Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. I should probably And I, Nami, I am cosplayer primarily, and I read a lot of Game of Thrones repeatedly. Just. I think I've
3: been through seven to read the book minimum, and that's like not counting when I just randomly pull it out and try to throw them at my dad to make him read them. Semi-successful so, so far. <laughs> but yeah, I also uh, primarily um, am a blogger, and I do use Twitch occasionally these days, which is weird. Who's out there. Yeah. Hi, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm Kyle Maddock. I am one of the hosts of a podcast of Ice and Fire the longest-running podcast dedicated to A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, we've been going for, gosh, nine years. Two years before Game of Thrones came along. So uh, I've been talking about these damn books for a long time. <laughs> quite, a, quite a long time. And I feel kind of naked without any of my co-hosts here. I know, I know. There you go. I usually have them with me here, but um, not this time. So, But... Uh, yeah, so I also, uh, I also am the main host of AfterBuzz TV Game of Thrones show as well. I've done some guest appearances on Screen Junkies Game of Thrones show as well, and did uh, Game of Thrones psychology. Is Travis here? He always hides in the panel here. Travis, uh, uh, really man, he does the Game of Thrones psychology book, and I've, uh, I, re- I wrote a bit. I wrote the forward for him as well, so done a few things and uh yeah so is it next slide time yeah next slide time next slide time there we
2: go you're doing
1: great Kyle. I- i'm kind of surprised <laughs> I-, I actually don't know what these are going to say so i'm really kind of <laughs> looking forward to this future direction of the show the book of oh yeah I mean, just...
0: this this was this is um i made this slideshow, show uh like like a week ago or so but i didn't actually finish it until literally the night before i flew out here so i didn't go know there was
3: going to change <laughs> <laughs> we all had great internet access here so we totally yeah yeah
0: no um, so I, the first one that we first thing that we wanted to talk about because, like Kyle said there's not been a new book, and uh, there's no season of the show until next year, and the, the last season ended like August of last year uh, well, so well have you heard that
1: george George is fighting his editors right now because they want to split the book, um, apparently he has quite a bit written, and they want him to split it, and if they did split it. We would get the next book like as soon as the editors were able to go through it. But George is like, no, I don't want to make it three more books. I just want to keep it two books. So and that's <laughs> taking that. longer. So which parents so his like, wife has like which, said, which, just do it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's done. She and she, but she has said like she keeps telling him it's gonna be eight books. George, like stop saying that. His wife has literally said it's gonna be another couple books. <laughs> and, and, he, and I mean, honestly, at this
3: point, at least if he releases something, he could like tell the fans to kind of be quiet. It gives him a little more power in terms of, you know, guys, it's coming versus, like, you know, here's yeah. half
1: of a book. <laughs> By something, do you mean a Song of Ice and Fire stuff? Yeah, because Fire and Blood's coming out yes. pretty yes. soon, oh, yeah. and that does not make the fans happy, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah, you guys heard about that, and you're like, I can wait longer for the book now. I've got this Targaryen history stuff going. I don't think that's usually the reaction from
2: the fans.
0: I mean, y'all are ungrateful. We we are all ungrateful. (laughs) Um, so yeah, with with no no book uh, for the actual series series and uh, no episodes of the show, we did still want to talk about the future. Like um, obviously, the show has been has moved beyond the books, you know, since like season six. Uh, really, I think since kind of the end of season five, maybe. But um, but yeah, there's still there's still one more season to come, and we you know I know they're keeping it. Very much under wraps, but uh, they are, you know. I think we we know a little bit about what's going to happen. I mean, it's kind of we know who's we know who's uh, who's at least still alive and probably not going to be that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, season seven really like cut lines pretty easily. It's a big amount of setup for season eight to end, and they're only doing six episodes, and they're all going to be blockbuster about an hour and a half. So it's interesting because you have six episodes and you know certain things have to happen. Like, we see the lines of where it's going, but there are some things we just don't know.
1: What things have to happen? Yes. What like, things?
2: Like, uh, Cersei gonna die. Um, um <laughs> yes! <laughs> Cersei's gonna die! Because Jamie's gonna kill her. And, <laughs> uh, you know, there's just like the big, some of the bad villains have to die, just like... This season, we had a couple people die off. There's certain people you know are gonna die. There's things that we- Certain people
3: are gonna find out about their parents.
4: <laughs>
2: Yikes. Um, yeah. Which were Ned Stark and some woman, right? That's
4: oh, what I was- really, It was a show record, right? <laughs> Just Get, out. Get out. Get out of this
2: panel now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're she She's actually through, yeah. out of the room, I thought it was Ned Stark and a Get out! Maybe her name. I um, <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, and and obviously, like the the show took some some pretty it's straight it's <laughs> pretty far from the books. Uh, well, for a well, while well, well, let's jump into that. Like, yeah.
1: Okay, let's get everybody mad here. Let's um, start off with a bang. What was your least favorite moment? What really upset you, and you hope doesn't happen in the next book? Ooh. Season five. Okay. <laughs>
3: So I'm sure and we'll flip it on its head,
1: we'll do good stuff, we'll do good stuff. It
3: specifically has to do with um, dramatic timing of the television show. So, for example, I like John and Daenerys. For example, I love R plus L equals J. What I don't like is that R plus L equals J is being given to me at the same time uh. as my parody, and I was simultaneously, yes, and simultaneously cringe on the incest level, and also... Radar's terrible wig. Oh, <laughs> like I'm sorry. He's that Harpeth, the majestic flowing locks that he obviously has. I don't want my knockoff Viserys wig. I can do better. They do
0: better. they, they used the up. whole budget on all that Lannister armor, so all they had left was Viserys's wig from season one, and they're like, <laughs> oh, we could reuse this. Nobody'll notice. They could have
2: we'll used Orlando Bloom
3: at this point. Uh, I <laughs> like, okay. but this is the worst case scenario, Danny? Carl Emilia's,
2: yeah, just hand <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. it over. exactly, just like, snatch that way you know, It'll look great. As,
2: long
0: as it's not as <laughs> nice. God, So bad. I do Chloe, do you have a least favorite moment?
2: Um. Oh one. yeah, let it
1: out, yeah. let yeah. it yeah. out, just one, just one, just one, just one. Just wait
3: for
2: it. I mean, it, 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 the shock factor of uh, just how plots are delivered, like all of Winterfell in season seven. What was that plot? Where did that... What, what happened there? It, it, and the fact that they can't write dialogue, but that's nonetheless. But the Winterfell plot in Season 7 and in Season 5, and I guess, why not Season 6? Let's just go with it. That too. Like, it just didn't... There's a lot of... Uh, I don't like the way sometimes they write and they just assume that oh well we're gonna make this happen because we say so and it's like you have so much space you could add a couple lines they're good actors I mean the 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 actors are what makes this show really great like I mean Sophie Turner as Sansa she kills it I mean some of these actors really do stand out performances Lena Headey, I can't read the books without seeing her as Cersei in my mind and seeing the little like mannerisms that she does and the twitch of her mouth, I can see that now when I read the book, I can't picture her otherwise, and it's like you have these great resources in these actors but you're just giving them very watered down, minimalized plots and season 7 Winterfell was just no, it was cringy, it was bad, it was bad writing it was not good writing guys, it was bad writing
1: yes I like to get the blood boiling right off the
0: top um I don't really honestly so I I I kind of gave up on the show uh a couple seasons ago I still watch it but like I watch it with my friends um and we drink and watch it and so like I don't I don't love it or hate it anymore. It's yep. just kind of like it's a thing I enjoy like watching with my buddies. And um so I don't know, it's like hard I guess that the Night King with his like javelin spear throw uh was pretty bad. <laughs> was my favorite
1: moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little finger to me. That was that was my least favorite thing. He's such he's this awesome, awesome character. And to, to fall like that, like on a discussion that happened off screen. I, that yeah. they didn't even put in the show or in the extras. I'm of. Sure. Oh, it's, it's in not the, in the extras? I don't
2: line. think it's in the extras. Or it might be uh, able to I was it. Okay, yeah. because I thought it. Was in the extras, but never mind. I thought it might I have been, been cut. But either way, that's the thing. They cut a whole scene that explains why a plot happened. And I'm like, you can't just cut <laughs> that scene. Like that's, You need to know why they somehow... It just didn't make sense. That scene was really needed. There was, so if you don't know, there's a whole scene in season seven that was cut where Bran basically and Arya and Sansa come together and watch CCTV action footage of everything bad Littlefinger's ever done in Bran's brain, right? In his weirwood head. head. So they come together and that's how, and then the Littlefinger scene happens and you realize, oh, it was a ploy the whole time. Sansa and Arya were playing him. But by cutting that scene, it just was like this big like everybody's fighting. Arya and Sansa want to kill, or Arya wants to kill Sansa, and Sansa's mad at her sister. And then all of a sudden, they kill Littlefinger. Wow! And that—that's what the plot was. That's literally what happened in that season. I it's feel like, like they
0: hmm. thought that by cutting it, they were making it, you know, like a shocker, like thing to to kill them off. And I guess in a way it was, but yeah, it, it was it was. That's it was right. they
3: wouldn't do that. Oh
4: <laughs> no, never. I mean,
3: Still including the siblings talking, you know. So like the siblings talking, Arya's immediately like, "Oh my god, murder!" and Sansa's like, "No, there's
2: another way or something like that." You know, right. so eye contact easy. or like you know just to look at each other where they look each other in the eyes and like nod or awesome. something while they have a dis- I don't know, something <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, all right, all right, all
1: right, partner. down, pause do down.
4: to <laughs> <laughs> rewrite
1: it. So so let's turn on its head. What what moments did you really enjoy? What did you like that you hope? The book may take uh, an example from. It love me. you I mean, I'll start off with this. I you. You yeah, I you. So good. You go. Ah, yes. I'll, I'll start off with this. I, I, I oh, okay. Oh, you're going to hate me for this. Um, Theon, to me, not because of what he did, because that's just terrible, but the fact that he was—it's so true to who he has become—that he couldn't save his sister, that he failed, and everything. I really hope. He doesn't, in the books, he doesn't just have this moment of all of a sudden he's this hero now. Mm -hmm. I really hope he continues kind of this broken path, and it just takes a while for that to happen. I really love, I'm loving that arc of Mm -hmm. this awful character. (laughs) um, Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. I I really enjoyed Theon in this one. What do you think? Uh Got anything? I don't know. Oh, great. come on. You're doing great Tara. The Tarleys.
0: No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. I don't know. I guess like I, I, I still like Cersei. Mm-hmm. Like she like like you said, Lena Haiti is just great in that role. So um I generally just enjoyed her this season. Uh when whenever she was whether she was plotting or just she's kind of always plotting, but yeah, yeah no, that she she was she was good. That was probably mm-hmm. the thing I liked yeah. the most, I suppose.
2: I really liked the Spoils of War episode. I think that was really great with the loot train and just like the crazy, just the battle. That was a really great action sequence, really well done. Um, I also really loved, I think the dragons were really great this season. They were just huge. Uh, A lot of people didn't really love it, but Daenerys' speech when she was on top of Drogon to the Dothraki, I really liked. I thought it was just a really, it was a good scene. Amelia really killed that. There was a lot, there was a lot of like really good moments this season. Sansa's outfits were great. Um, (laughs) And I mean, I love the idea of the Rhaegar and Lyanna reveal, but Robert's rebellion wasn't caused because of that. Just saying, because Ares was a (laughs) jerk. Crazy jerk. But I did love it, because I was still sitting there crying, going, oh, my God, this starting so much." So. So I would, you know, similarly to how Tara thinks that
3: everything about Cersei was pretty awesome, I do really love how everything with Ares was handled. Just because you know, while I was personally annoyed with her and her like decisions and her bimboy attitude, it just it further solidified like how she grew up and what she has come to expect with coming to Westeros, and she kind of she starts to learn, but then you see her stop and she's like, "No, excuse me, I'm gonna be queen," <laughs> and it's you know, it's like dumb, but it's also powerful, and I just think. That Amelia really nailed that performance without making us like be angry at Daenerys, and like we just we look at that performance, and we're just like, yeah, this makes sense for where Danny has gone as a character. And I hope that we still do see that like progression in the book from like kind of like a un- like a not super confident queen in Marine and so on to somebody who goes to Westeros and is like, no, this is who I am. You obey or you go. Mm-hmm. And it
4: was just
2: yeah, they nailed that. They nailed that really
1: nice. well. Yeah. Are you guys looking forward to the epicness of this final season? I mean, the information that we've got. How many, how many nights were they filming that battle scene? Yeah, 50 something, yeah. Yeah, how much was 54 I think. 54 nights to film I'm
3: now. just
1: really
2: excited
1: for everybody who Holy loves zombies to get your film. Everybody's left The Walking Dead and they've come up with yeah. Game of
2: Thrones. Yeah, Andrew <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln just signed on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: The Night King's gonna take off his mask, it's Andrew Lincoln. Hold on. Hold on. And and they is <laughs> Still, the
2: it's
1: I mean, five. They filmed. They basically filmed six movies. Yes. Yeah. Hour and a half episodes. Holy cow.
2: That's a, it's intense. Yeah. It's I mean, they were, they were
0: they were stretching a lot of the episodes last season. Were yeah. like well over an hour yeah. or so.
1: And they're done with the principal photography. Maisie Williams had the post. I don't know if you guys saw it of her bloody shoes. Mm-hmm. She's all wrapped and very emotional. So. Um,
0: I think her like the actual the the text on the post, the Instagram story, the tweet or whatever it was was like that she some something about being the last one standing, and I was like, is that a hint? Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna take that <laughs> as a hint. Get our
1: magnifying glasses out. Scraping <laughs> that barrel for every detail. We come out with. Um, what do we know about season eight? Did we get that? Did we do that? Yeah. I, yeah. You to bring up? What's on the next slide? This is a mystery. I don't know. It's a mystery it. to me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the spinoff. <laughs> Here we go. Yay. So, so what do we know about this, Tara? You're our expert on this.
0: Right? I mean, honestly, not really. Chloe probably is, but I, I mean, so there's, there's one that's definite and it's the, um, age of heroes one. And then there's one that they, um, did, did they even announce it though? It's I feel like it's going a, to, it hasn't
2: even been written for the yeah. pilot yet, but they're going to it's uh, Valyria, so yeah. they're doing old Valyria because that's what makes money uh, because dragons and Targaryens and Valyrians, that's what they want. And they'll never do Robert's yeah. Rebellion. I mean, George said he'll never make a book. They said they wouldn't do it. out of Respect for that, which makes sense because its its all it's, it is—it's all—it's—it would ruin the end of the story. I mean, there's so much in the rebellion that it has to come to light still. You know, there's so many hanging plots in that story that they're going to be revealed. So I get it. But
3: I mean, by that standard, we could technically say the
2: Song of Ice and Fire is Robert's Rebellion unraged <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically it's like unraveling that story because it is It's unra- but it's more but uh, Valyria so they're gonna do a Valyrian spin-off and that hopefully are they, have they, goes they, after the pilot so, so let's get
1: specific here Age of Heroes they've ordered a pilot yes, yes. the entire show hasn't been greenlit yet so, yeah not yet and we know how crazy pilots can get game of thrones you guys know Daenerys was recast from the pilot and everything so um things could change with that but how far along are they in this valeria uh, like, it hasn't just been ordered to pilot yet yeah, the... it's just in
2: talks so it's really not even like uh, and this is about a year ago george on his live journal uh posted a post about valeria and like if you're a george r martin fan you may know just stalk his stock is not a blog constantly, and then, like, use your magnifying glass, tear apart the mood he puts on it, and tear apart the details. (laughs) But I wouldn't do that or anything. And I did. Uh, (laughs) But he posted a a Doom of Valeria, like, photo, and really just, like, no context. It didn't say anything a year ago. And everyone freaked out. It's really, like, what does this mean? Does this mean, like, there's a book? What's going to happen? And it ended up being about fire and blood. And then he posted the same exact thing about Valeria right before it got talked about, um, and I completely forget the woman's name who's writing it. Do you know what her name is? I forget, but yeah. I'm excited that it's a female writer because I think that is important when it comes to especially the uh, the shock factor that's going to come from the Valyrian spinoff if that happens, I think, because it could get a little grimy in some spots, probably, because those uh, Valyrians sure liked each other.
1: <laughs> sure liked each other. Uh, series author... Uh yeah, Writer see. Jane Goldman from yep, Kick-Ass right. and Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yes, so, so I'm excited about in that. Kingsman, uh, all right, guys, prepare for
4: more blood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were originally going to get. Trains.
1: Trains. And okay. So uh, it's uh, Empire yeah. of Ash? Is that what they're calling it right now, or is that just a... That's
0: like, I think that's the rumored, like, working title, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, the, the Age of Heroes one I don't even think has any sort of working title. Um, and it's so, the Age of Heroes one is so kind of, it's, it's so vague because there are, is, are they going to pull all the heroes together? Are they going to do kind of like an episodic, like, I you mean, know, where it's, Yeah, where, where one, one season is one story or something like that. There's so many things they could do. I mean,
1: um, the, the, the Age of Heroes, confuses me a bit because the, the Age of Heroes ends with the Long Night. Yeah. So they can't tell that story because it would basically be the Night's King and his army of undead attacking Westeros. Which is what we're just about to get in season eight. So they're going to do a whole new series. Yep. That's the same thing as season eight of the show. Like, and it, it has to. It, right has right to right it has to not. Inv- it has to I mean, be everything before the long. Yeah, day. yeah. But it's then we like know the it's going to have a really the happy most end ending. Consensus is that people
2: want zombies. I feel like a theme for you
1: today. Yeah. Are you trying to
2: tell us
3: something? I accidentally went to four zombie channels yesterday.
0: Well, I mean, in the age of Heroes there's so many, like, yes. characters they could talk about, and that's why it's interesting, you know, to, to wonder whether it's going to be, like I said, like one episode per Later. character or, like, one season per character. I mean, but, I mean, even, I guess maybe we'll finally find out if Bran is actually
1: Bran the Builder. Right. Yeah. But it's just, it no, strikes he's me... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it just strikes he's me as very yeah. similar to what we're experiencing. We're having all this bickering amongst people of Westeros, while okay. the real threat is North yeah. and the Knights King. Because during that, the Age of Heroes was was the period after the First Men and the Children of the Forest mm-hmm. had, um, said, okay, they threw down their arms, they had uh, on the Isle of Faces and everything. And um, and then we had the Age of Heroes, and the Age of Heroes ends with the Night King coming down, so isn't that kind of just the same premise as what we've been watching on Game of Thrones, and where like, people are just squabbling and doing things while the real threat is building up north before yeah. it comes down?
2: And further, like, it, it, further nuance, is this just going to end up like
1: Fear of the Walking Dead, or, you know, like, is this going to even... Are, are we excited about it, I guess is the question. Are you guys Are you guys excited about this? Yeah. I don't know, we Yes. I'm excited about a spin <laughs> yeah. Anything in the Game of Thrones universe we want, yes. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. Um, do we want this? Do we want Robert's Rebellion? Do we I mean, want. We want Robert's Rebellion. <laughs> Everybody wants Robert's Do we want uh, Aegon's Conquest? Like. Yes.
2: That's see. That's what I was so surprised. I what thought... was that? Duncan Egg. Yeah. Oh, yes. Duncan Egg. I, I agree with the Duncan oh, Egg. egg man. Dunkin'. Yes. There you go. Absolutely. Like, even if he just put up the rest of the Duncan Egg novellas, I would be fine with them to you, obviously, at this point. <laughs> but it, it's just kind of like. They, they, I know they can, and they thought they could, but did they think why? <laughs> and A- the Aegon's Conquest, that would be amazing to watch. That's what I would like to watch. I can't believe, because that was one of the ideas thrown around. There were five spin off ideas thrown around originally, and that was one of them. And I can't believe that wasn't the first one written to pilot, because that right there is, I mean, it's easy. That's...
0: Boom. Yep. It's kind of similar to the story they're telling right now, which may have been why they went a different direction.
1: Yeah, kind of. But I mean, at the same time, Aegon would at least get to Westeros faster than Daenerys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was sitting on Dragonstone for a while. Yeah. Sure ran the Narrow Sea. So who who are we going to see in it? We're going to see uh, Mirror Shield there. You know what? You know what scares me a little bit is we have these stories of legend. Like uh, Sirwin of Mirror Shield, how he how he blinded a dragon and he stabbed out his eye by showing him his reflection, and we have all these really epic tales. That over time become this, these epic tales, but we're gonna go. We're gonna flash back to those actual periods, and it's gonna be like this guy with kind of just a shiny little shield that he polished one morning, and he tripped over a log and stabbed a sleeping dragon. And like, is it gonna ruin like the, the oh, yeah. ooh factor of these legends? Yeah, that yeah and like n- Nimiria had
0: ten ships, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, real of the age of heroes, but it was just everybody kind of, like, idiotically who's stumbling into their legends, and there's just a bar who's walking
1: around and writing these songs and being like, oh, um, you asked him, to Oh, yes, that's fine. I'll just,
0: I'll fix it. Yeah, I'll fix it. Game of, <laughs> game of their own spinoffs. They're now comedies, y'all. There you
1: go. <laughs> but like Lamb the Clever had really nice hair. There you go. That's, that's it. That's literally the whole story. <laughs> I don't. It's gonna be. I, I feel like the production value and everything is gonna be just so awesome though. Oh Because yeah. H- HBO is like uh, blank check. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yep. there you go. Just we don't care. Just make it. People want it. Um, so beautiful. it's it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be awesome. There's gonna be action. We're gonna learn about Brand the Builder and and uh, who else during that time? I'm trying to think. Brand, brand land. land. Brand Land. <laughs> brand Land. That's that shit. Lots like of the brands. Theocratic man. The be shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, doo, 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 doo. The spinoff. Anything else about the spin-off no, I don't guys? think so. What's on the next slide here. Oh, the fandom itself. Oh, you guys couldn't talking about it. this one, right? Yeah, I've yeah. heard of it. <laughs> can we survive the wait for the next book? Oh my yeah. gosh! So, <laughs> I think we're already tearing ourselves <laughs> yeah. apart. With yes.
2: speculation, I am a believer because I'm very optimistic that we will get the Winds of Winter after the show's done. I think, I really think they just wouldn't put it out during, I mean, it distracts from the show. It's going to be conflicting compared to everything. So I just, I think that they will put it out. Like, I definitely think it's going to come out. He will put it out after that. But I'm going to hold my tongue about the rest of it afterwards. But <laughs> the Winds of Winter definitely, I think, will come out uh, after the show's done. But Would you like so it if he just split
1: the book right now and gave you Winds of no. Winter?
2: No, I think that George should do his artistic direction. And here's the deal: is like we have these this story that we are all pilfering through, we are going through, and like finding all these minute details. People come up with crazy theories and write stuff. And it's like if you want the quality of book and you want that next book that's going to make you want to do that, you gotta wait, dude. It's he's gonna give you the book, and it's gonna be the best it can be. But doing that and making him split it in half is like. It, it ruins the artistic direction of the story. Just just wait. It's like, what if you have the Empire
1: Strikes back, but you
4: just cut off the
1: end? Yeah, just a little what off the end. Line? No, like, like yeah. Luke's hand, just cut it, <laughs> just cut it
2: off. <laughs> so the end is cut off, and then the movie just, just ends. Just Jamie Lance <laughs> for that one, you know? Just just wait, <laughs> wouldn't it technically be that Jamie got Luke Skywalker? Yeah. I mean, I mean, or Vargo with Skywalker. This is getting.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is what happens, though, because we have to wait so long. Exactly, we turn into nutcases to yep. come up with. I, I mean, and, and the thing is, like, um, the the one good thing about the wait is that it does give people time to, you know, dig really deep into these stories, and we get some really great, you know, theories and. Fan, you know theorists, so that is always fun.
1: Have you guys bumped into any crazy theories
3: lately? Oh God. Okay. So,
4: how many of you guys were here last year for this panel? Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. And this is this new
3: crowd. So, I am going to share with you my favorite theory that Tara actually introduced me to last year. And some background for this: a I'm a biologist. Oh, no. I was love genetics. This is a tertiary genetics. Theory.
0: Oh God. I stick. So it's, it's it's a it's a Preston Jacobs theory. I personally am whatever about Preston Jacobs. Um, but like this this particular one is it's not even really like I guess it's a theory, but it's basically where he's. He delved into the genetics of the Targaryens and uh, came up with this idea that um, I think only Targaryen women can like a, like a Targaryen woman has to be around for a dragon egg to hatch, which I do like the idea of that. Um, but yeah, he he has like a whole series of, of videos about the Targaryen genetics that are like really the only ones of his that I like actually like. Yeah, so. <laughs> if you're nerdy about science
3: and nerdy about genetics, definitely check these out. The basic premise of them is that every single dragon that has been hatched can be correlated to a Targaryen woman who would have been around at the birth of the dragon. And every single time a Targaryen male who should have been a dragon rider had a dragon egg and it didn't hatch, well, there was no woman present at that time who could have hatched the egg. So for example, there are twin sisters who could have been the dragon hatchers, mother's dragon could have been the hatchers. And it also leads to a further like conspiracy theory that Targaryen women where targeted by the Citadel because they knew they had this power to hatch dragons, and it's a little bit crazy, but it's also a little bit okay. I get it. Like Martin does genetic stuff in other
2: books, so like it could be a thing. But also, like I think we'll just go a little story. <laughs> yeah, there are some that get a little oh. too nuts. I, I quit reading a lot of tinfoil theories Ty- like that.
1: Tara's dress there. goes with that theory.
2: Mm. It does. It does with genetics. Dino yeah, DNA. Like theories and stuff, like
1: Chloe just like linked to me to like this sure. Ashara Dane novel about like everything
3: that could have possibly been her story and why the books have done her wrong and, and why the books have actually it. done her right. Oh, oh my god! god. You guys, this is like four Reddit posts that are like a novel length each. Like it's only two right now. Part three is coming out in a couple months. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Part three and five. I okay, hmm, you know she's lot. mentioned ten times in the books. Right?
4: <laughs> I don't know, 15, words, it's fine. <laughs> George,
2: please. please. <laughs>
4: George.
1: A the theory I was watching last night, I think on film theory, was... Um, that Jorah is Azor Ahai. Oh no! <laughs> oh
2: no! Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! No. I think I've heard. Where that. Did this wait, one come
1: Wait, wait! From. I don't know. Go through the go through the rules of Azor High for me, right? Born of, uh, born Soul of born of smoke. Oh, so, so, yeah. So so the smoke. He was he was born again when uh, Daenerys walked out of the fire.
4: His, okay. His purpose
1: in life had changed. Okay, okay. Out. So it's... Okay. Yeah. All right? And then the, 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 salt, the salt part made absolutely no sense. This is what broke it for me. But it had something to do with him getting grayscale, which only happens in the show. Yeah. Right? Um, and something about it being crackly like I so, I don't know. Something about salt. That, that was, that's what broke it for me. But what really intrigued me was um, how Lightbringer was uh, tempered and how the, he... The original Zorhai stabbed it through a, the heart of a lion, and it shattered. And then he had to stab it through his love. And there is um, there's a line in the theory that uh, has dragon blood. Something like that. And he was making the distinction of not is dragon blood, but has dragon blood. Uh. So the ending of it really got to me where Jorah has to... Uh, he, sl- he slays one of the dragons to protect Daenerys, because we've seen them turn against her at some point, or something. He slays one of the dragons... And then he, so he, there's a lot of killing going on here. And then the lion in it is Tyrion, where Tyrion has turned on them. Mm. And he, you could see, could see at the end of the last season where Tyrion was like, oh, this is not good, what's going on here between Jon and Daenerys. So he, slay, he, he stabs a dragon, gets the blood on it, and with that blood, dragon blood-covered sword kills Tyrion and has to kill Daenerys for some reason. And he's like, and he s- saves the realm. And it was this crazy theory, but it got me, it got me choked up at the end.
0: That yeah, he had to I, I, kill I Daenerys. He had to
1: kill the woman he loved in order to save the was realm. Was this a video? Yeah. Okay. It was. Uh,
0: Jorah's is High. I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> after,
2: yeah, if you uh, like a lot of fan theories and stuff like that, definitely check out Alt Shift X on YouTube. They cover a lot of theories. Uh, they will promote like other people's theories. and we get Usually they'll shout them out or whatever and talk about it, but they do a lot of really good theories. Yeah, I haven't heard that one, that's interesting. Yeah. I think one of my favorites is, uh, I'm off the tinfoil right now, I'm off tinfoil, just because- Thars
1: is a merman. <laughs> yeah, that's what, no,
2: it's uh, the in the books, the pink letter, the letter that uh, we get from Ramsey, to John saying, you know, like, uh, Stannis is dead, I killed him, yada, yada. Uh, that it was written by Barbary Dustin in the books is really interesting because people are like, who wrote this letter? Which the show version of it is a little more simple. Uh, John does get a letter in season six from Ramsay kind of, you know, taunting him, and it's similar. Uh, kind of idea in the books, but Barbary Dustin of the North, that she wrote the letter and sent it to them to kind of get them to act and do things, and I think that's an interesting theory, just the way it kind of revolves around, because in the book she's kind of an interesting character, we don't know her motives yet. So that's cool, um, and I also have a huge fan, which I guess it's technically confirmed now, but uh, the Eldritch Apocalypse Theory that Euron Greyjoy is going to basically sacrifice a bunch of people and raise a Kraken from the sea and cause cosmic doom, and I'm into that. Wait, the
1: Kraken is proven?
2: Uh, it, it, there's a sample chapter for Euron uh, Greyjoy. Oh. And, uh, so if you uh, want to read the Winds of Winter sample chapters, just Google it. I'm sure you can find them. Uh, I highly suggest it, but it was kind of confirmed that he's... Tying people to pros and sacrificing them to try to race. Well, wow, let's see if he's
1: successful or not. I don't yeah, know. I right? that hope he crazy. is. I oh got <laughs> I mean, Kraken versus Dragon.
4: Um, so I quit? Heh. <laughs> Quite that simple. I
2: think the interesting thing is how things get streamlined, you know, from uh, book to show. But Euron in the books is a little more menacing, I think, than uh, in the show they made him out to be. Uh, he I is. He I is. And He's and Euron Greyjoy. I have an emo
3: band. We uh, specialize in sea shanties. <laughs>
0: He, I, well, I did, I, I did hear, I read, I read an article where apparently the actor was the one who made the choice. Like, he, he basically was like, I want to do it this way. And they were like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. So that's apparently why Yuran is kind of a nutcase. I'm just trying kind to of try to, like,
2: pretend that they mashed up Victorian
1: and and That's why it's like yeah. that. Uh, he was fun in that last season. He was fun. Uh, no, different he is that from that the books, man, ax man. Be- he was he was fun. he was batshit when he crazy. came down on
2: that ship that was cool yeah, that yeah. was really good <laughs> <cool. laughs>
3: uh, like things I like actually kind of liked batshit crazy you're on bridgeway
2: in the movie that was just like Pure right. entertainment yeah like it was a good
0: time he at least gave me something to laugh time. about exactly
2: <laughs> and when he came down on that deck last season on the ship it was just going crazy like that was cool that was a cool scene i thought that scene was really great you know that's that was the first time i could just like all right i can just submit to this show fine i'll just watch it plus well, that was
1: cool. the it was good so um we just got told we got about 15 minutes so i don't know we're at 12 now probably <laughs> um if anybody has any questions we're going to just keep uh chat and whatnot but if anybody has any questions feel free to step up to that mic right yeah here. please please do because um, <laughs> go right ahead oh, he's, oh. yes oh, the furthest away jumped up first <laughs> okay so.
0: There's so many. I know.
1: Well,
3: I can tell you one that I'm happy isn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, the one about like Tyrion being like Daenerys' unborn baby but, like mm-hmm. involves time travel, it's like Rolex. Oh, so the so deep one. Yeah, 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 that's Yeah, my yeah. You should read it just for pure
2: like shock. Now, you, like... Um, that hasn't then, been
0: confirmed, not yet, so I don't really think. Oh that yeah, confirmed. sorry, i actually <laughs> still it again. Yeah, it's it's D plus D equals T. Yes. Drogo, Drogo, and Danny, and Tyrion is like like the regal that didn't happen. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Oh yeah, Tyrion and Regal switched. Oh, well, actually, I don't even know. So, I mean, it's
0: time. There's time travel like that's. So. so this is
3: technically not going to be in this show because this entire storyline was eliminated. But I found this as part of the Ashara nonsense, that, sorry, the Ashara
2: wonderful stuff. That oh, that's rough. <laughs>
3: okay. So, so, the theory was that the Septa, who is with young Griff, who is Lamor, is not Ashara. it is actually... Louis a, Paramore, is that one? Yeah, so it's actually, the, well actually the one that I was going to go with is that she is Cersei and Jaime and Tyrion's mother. And that she's still alive and she just like ran the fuck away. Sorry, she just ran away. <laughs> it says here. Like, like, <laughs> and right? Chloe and I read this. <laughs> um, we,
2: there's another good one, though, of that one, that uh, Lewin, who was on the Kingsguard, Lewin Martell, his paramour, he had a paramour, and that she is actually Septilemore, and that, that's why, and she had like, it gives like, minute ties to Aegon that way, so that's a good one, too, but those are, Septilemore theories are interesting, or Tiny's mother, that's another one. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Hey, uh, George's
1: talk, as I'm of fire in three phases, Sort of like the the war of the five kings and then the invasion and then the like the, the war in the, the norm. So in the books we kind of really only at the beginning of phase two. So it kind of seems really unrealistic to finish phase two and reading two books. Would you be happy with more books, or do you think it's just gonna it's too long? I mean, me personally, give me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'll laughs> take all of I, them. yeah. I, I am one. I feel like I'm one of the few who doesn't mind the weight. I don't like I. I just love living in that world, and yeah, the more content, the better same. for me. So, Absolutely.
4: Um, I mean, as George's the younger author, I'd be like infinite books, please. Mm-hmm. Infinite like, books. Realistically,
3: I'm like, I just want the story. But like, also,
1: like, if he does just keep writing this series, and actually we get the books
3: eventually, I'd still be happy.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much.
2: Hi. Hello.
4: Good afternoon. Um, so I was told that um, George Martin's going to explain why the seasons last for decades in the last book. It, I got the impression that's really important to the plot. Do you feel that we find any um, like indication that's really important to the plot? And what do you think? That
0: oh might yeah. Be the end? I mean, it's it's. I think it's important um, to the plot for like several different reasons. But really, the. the there ha- there have been hints, like very strong hints, both in the text and I think from things he said where this, the length of the seasons has to do with the magic in the world. So um, what was the, there was one that... Uh, I want to say it was something that George just said, maybe in his blog or whatever, but where, um, you know, now that the dragons are back, uh, the the seasons will kind of, will start to even out, uh, possibly. So, and I I don't know, I mean, I don't know, do you think that he's actually going to go into, like, more detail? Not detail, detail. I think it has to do with the
2: magic, I think, and also, I think it's especially with the magic, and I do think the dragons will be gone at the end but i think that magic and the dragons will be gone all that good fun stuff will probably be outie so i think it'll like good and normal then maybe but i don't think it's going to be like scientifically explained per se or anything but i think he'll at least like close that plot
1: i'm Hmm. such a contrarian i'm like it doesn't matter to me
2: (laughs) yeah i know when i
1: read a fantasy novel i don't go well earth is my baseline and if this <laughs> world is different, it needs to be explained. I'm like, this is a fantasy world. It's how that yeah. world works yeah. for me. But yes. if, uh, if word is coming out that he's saying he's going to explain it all, then egg in my face, will tell you. you <laughs> awesome. Thank you. You disappeared. I don't know where he went, but thank you. Very <laughs> um, between uh, the
3: Princess and the Queen and the Little of Empire, and a and yes, for many uh, 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 is there a – do you write in
2: a relationship or a dragon's personality that you wish was explained more or gone into in a show or, or a prequel series or movie or something like that? And if so, what is your favorite dragon, or dragon
1: brain-reader relationship? Phelan, moon dancer. and Moondancer! Nettles and Sheepstealer. Oh, Nettles, yes. Yeah, yeah I was... Yeah, Nettles. Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: sorry. sorry. I just... I feel
4: like you guys
0: just took the
1: word out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean... Um, yeah, I, I, I do think... I, I really hope that we get more about nettles and Cheapsealer mm-hmm. and I think that there's been some pretty strong hints that 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 story isn't, you know, isn't done that he's gonna Also
2: like Brown Ben Plum. Yeah. I think it's yeah. gonna go very similarly with Brown Ben Plum who yeah. works on that one, yeah.
1: Anybody riding a dragon, I just want to see it. I know. <laughs> Give it to me. I your own skills. <laughs> yeah, but Nedel, like, hey, that's a, that seems to be the consensus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's so. why the, the show The show is like, we want all these dragons, that's why there's no dire wolves anymore. So <laughs> Wait, there's <laughs> wolves in <laughs> there? They had to choose
1: one or the yeah. other. Do you guys think John's going to ride the dragon? Wait, I'm sorry, ahead. This can't
3: fly. I was going to Oh
4: my god, I wish
1: <laughs> I could. Awesome. Thank you.
4: Yeah. Hi, um, So... twins can be fathered by two different men. If yeah, I've heard if that if one. They're, if we got kids, temporally, you know. Busy night, busy <laughs> <short Okay>. night. <events laughs> with, with the king taking liberties, and knowing the story of Tyrion's marriage, I'm trying to be like, vague here, <laughs> the story of Tyrion's marriage and what his father forced him to do, you know, in the same time frame, just thinking about it wouldn't it wouldn't stop Tyler from performing his marital duty that night if somebody had been first. And the scene of, of the burning of the Tower of the Hand and Jamie watching Cersei and just that whole interaction, I that's fine that theory that they're not both and so we also had that they
1: wouldn't be quite as incestuous as everybody thinks. And that we um,
2: just only mostly incest yeah, We're all game of Thrones fans, a little incest doesn't bother us
1: It, that's really interesting because I, I feel like Cersei has shown so many more characteristics of a, of a Targaryen, where yeah. a lot of us think she's batshit crazy. But my friend points um, out the whole question of you
4: know every time a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin, and so, yeah, this, yeah. here you've got two halves, you've got everything good. And-
2: and all the whole quotes, you know, of how, like, Cersei's yeah. always, like, you know, he completes me, and he's right. half of me, and yeah. yeah. And so I don't know
4: which one I...
1: Think. And also, she's the one who's like, why do we have to hide this? Incest yeah. isn't bad. Why do we... And Jamie's like, no, we should, we should. Just that. Fact. I know. Interesting.
0: I've, I mean, I've heard this. I've heard the theory before that, that there's a possibility that they're, um, you. you know, they're one one you know, the, yes, one is a Targaryen true. and one is not, and also of course that both of them are. Um, I don't I, I mean I personally don't ascribe to it. I think it you know, I, I think if any of the kids it's gonna, go, be it's gonna be but Tyrion like But um but yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean
3: it's, I mean. Five, it's, it's really
0: cool, cool though. I just as if I'm wearing the theory too both. I enjoy it.
1: We see just got flashed a us. number. I did not see it. It's it said, I think
0: up, it said, yeah. please It
1: said
0: up. shut up? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Uh, you want to hit the, <laughs> <laughs> you hit the right.
4: thing? Yeah. Uh, Ooh, pictures.
0: Oh, pictures. Yeah, so this is, as we're wrapping up, just um, this is a little bit about us, and then we got one slide about podcast, of Ice and Fire. Uh, but yeah, so Ice and Fire Con um, is next year. That's that's uh that's wow. the, actually I mean that good yeah, mode. it's next year. I'm so tired. Um I'm really great at it, now. Uh so anyway, no, we uh Ice and fire kind and podcast ice and fire like these are kind of how we got on this panel in the first place. So we always like to Well, we
1: didn't get on it, we created it. Yeah, created yeah. it, so created it, yeah. Well,
0: Amin created it, so yeah. who is who is and not? The legacy is saying. being carried
2: on. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, and then uh there's one about you guys
1: too. There you go. Which you already kinda hey, is said. this the there's this a the couple that just got married because they yeah. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: Ashley, the girl up there, is actually part of podcast of Ice and Fire, which is why I use this picture because we had wolves there that last year, and they they actually met at Ice and FireCon and got married. Like you this the last one. <laughs> I have that one,
2: so you should come. It's really fun uh, if you're looking for a fan experience. If you're a fan of the books or the show. It's really fun. It's in yeah. Ohio next year, uh, about 45 minutes outside of Columbus uh, at Deer Creek Lodge,
1: and it's
0: really fun. Oh, we have a musical. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they were going to get married we this weekend, but too many nerd friends were coming to Comic Con, yeah. so they had to move it to last yeah. year. Yeah. All right. And yeah, uh, Podcast of Ice and Fire, um, what I already said, longest running. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find us at podcastoficeandfire.com. It's, it's funny, because for years, when Game of Thrones was starting up, people would... Say, like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast, but we come from a book perspective. So, for the first five years of the show, I was like, nope, you can't listen because it's (laughs) going to spoil the show for you. But now it's like, now kind of flipped on its head. Um, But we're still going and uh, we'll be going for a long while still. There's lots of books to come out and everything. So, um, feel free to join and uh, join us and listen and have a good time. Yeah. 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 Awesome.
0: And then um, this Fair is enough. us. We yeah. always like to go
1: and have some drinks and, and keep yeah. the chat going. So if anybody's interested,
0: yeah, we're going to be at uh, the Half Door Brewery. It's like two blocks away, I think. So
2: yeah, yeah. So come on over, get some beer, some food, and we'll chat. Yeah, awesome. Alternatively, wine. You could also get wine. Yeah, if you want Sweet. to
1: channel your Cersei. All well, right. Then, thank you guys so much for coming, and we yeah. know. Thanks, guys. Uh, we know next year is going to be uh, a big Game of Thrones year with the final yeah. season and yeah. everything. Yeah, that's going to be wild. Um, it's going to be crazy next year. So uh, hopefully we'll be back here and uh, we'll oh, see you all. Yeah, so I,
3: just, like, I want to say ten seconds. that is if anybody's
2: in Game of Thrones class, please stand out. Like, yeah, like the O'Lyne and Marjorie. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Woo!
0: Thank you for listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. If you like what you heard, please check out my website, ageeksaga.com, or consider supporting me on Patreon at patreon.com backslash ageeksaga.